Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode number 11 of the Basketball Card Podcast. I am your host, the 27 guy. Thank you for joining me today. Um, let's get right to what we want to talk about today, uh, which is comparing uh, PWCC and Probstein 123, the two leading consignment uh, or consigners of sports memorabilia and sports cards, as far as I'm aware, in the United States. I know there's others outside of the United States. I know there's others within the United States, but um, I think they're the two that we hear most about, and they're the two that people are often trying to compare on blowout. And um, I've kind of done an experiment here over the course of the last couple of months and want to be able to present my findings to you guys. I've been promising this for a while. I hope that this is very informative, um, kind of inclusive. Um, before I say anything else, I'll mention that I didn't have a relationship with either Rick at um, Probstein or Brent at PWCC before this started. I've spoken to both of them uh, and prior to actually sending them my thousands of dollars of cards. Go figure, I'd want to do that. Um, and and have been through the majority of the process now, and so I'm I'm uh, anxious to share with you guys what I've kind of found, and um, I think it'll be informative. Hopefully, as people have questions about PWCC and Probstein, this uh, this will be sort of referenced as uh, something to to kind of give some people some give people help as far as. What, who they should go with if they're considering consigning their cards. I think the first thing to consider, though, is the benefit of consigning cards. And so that's the first thing that, that I want to talk about. Uh, it was pointed out to me probably six months ago or so, uh, six months or so ago, that um, if you look at the fees that you pay as an individual seller on eBay, I think most of us pay 10%, as well as possibly listing fees and... PayPal fees of three and a half, I think three and a half percent, sometimes more for some for some buyers. I think some international buyers are higher than that. Um, I might be wrong on that, but quickly you get to thirteen and a half percent. And if you look at what these consigners charge, they're able to charge in some cases less than you would pay in fees because they get a break from eBay and a break from PayPal. And so you may have situations where you can actually send your cards to somebody else let them do all the work of selling them for you. They may be able to sell them for more than you can sell them for, and you may be able to avoid all the hassle of packing them out individually and may just be able to send them all out at once. Sounds pretty good, right? There's some benefits to it. Some people think, oh, they must be charging 15 or 20% on every card. That's not true. They do on some, um, and, uh, and it, it, the fees can definitely add up on you. But there are situations uh, pretty clearly where you can save money actually by sending to, the, sending to them rather than selling them on your own and doing more work. So from my perspective, this was a good experience to see how that worked and it, it could, could potentially be a huge win for me down the road if I can continue to sell stuff but spend less time doing it because time as always is the bottleneck. So those are some of the benefits of doing it. I want to start out by telling you about how I um, contacted each of them. And, and what I'd like to do is, as I go through the different points of this, I'd like to point out PWCC, then Pro Probstein, or vice versa. 
and I'll try to just make it very clear. Um, but I think they're they're two very. If I did, if I had to just say in one sentence, um, what I would I would say that that they're very different. I wouldn't say that either one of them ha is significantly better than the other. Point blank, I'd have to qualify that. And um, I'm sure neither of them would be totally happy with that. I think they'd each like to just think that they're the best. Um, and that's the end of the story. But there are, I, I think, some pros and cons to each. And so I want to talk about that. So um, before I contacted or before I sent my cards and I talked to each of these guys, this was during the middle of January. And the first one that I called was Rick at Probstein. And I tried calling him a couple of times, and to be honest, I didn't get a call back the first couple of times. But the third time that I called him, he called me back, and we didn't have a good connection. And I tried to talk to him for a couple of minutes, and, and he just he didn't have time, and I didn't have a good connection. And then he didn't try to call me back after we lost connection. And I was kind of embarrassed and didn't want to keep pursuing it. I didn't want to waste his time. But... I can't say that he was willing to give me a whole lot of time on the phone. He didn't seem like a mean person, didn't seem like, you know, I, I wouldn't say anything really negative about him. It just didn't seem like he had a lot of time for me. Then about a week later, I got a hold of Brent from PWCC. And Brent gave me, it's clear he's a busy guy and he's got a lot going on, but he was willing to give me about 10, maybe 15 minutes and he was willing to resolve all of my concerns. I asked him a number of questions. I asked him about how I could ensure that, that the cards that I sent there were being protected and if they were insured and if multiple people were watching when the packages were open or what, what kind of securities he had in place to make sure that there was you know, protection against theft and those types of things. And I asked Brent a lot more questions and he answered all of them. And he was very accommodating, very kind, and um, I, I, I don't think he could have handled himself better. Better, He was extremely professional, and I have nothing but positive things to say about that interaction. interaction. He, he's, uh, from, from that perspective, I thought Brent was an absolutely awesome salesman. Um, he didn't know who I was going into it, and, and I obviously didn't tell either one of them that I was doing this experiment. He just gave me, the, gave me all the time that he could have and was very professional. So when it came to that first interaction, my, um, I was definitely thinking PWCC was the only way to go. I actually considered not doing this experiment, not even sending, sending anything to, to Rick because Brent won me over so much. But to fulfill this, uh, I, I did still send some. I sent more in value to Brent than I sent to Rick. Um, I figured... As I, as I sort of did my own estimation, I figured it was about $2,500 that I sent to Rick and, a, and between $5,500 and $6,000 that I sent to Brent, but still significant amounts of money, right? The next thing that I did, um, and, and I actually did this before I decided who I would send my cards to, is I reviewed the fees. So first we talked about the experience between those um, in, in interacting with those guys. Now I want to talk about the fees. So I just opened, you know, I just got on the internet and, and looked, um, and I'm going to do the same thing right now. PWCC on their packing list has a grid, and there's two, basically two different grids. One's for graded cards, and then one's for, I should say they have three grids. One's for graded cards, 
One's for individual ungraded or small lots, memorabilia, unopened wax. And then the third is for large group lots. Um, and they each have different fees, different percentages assigned to them. And it's clear that it's based on how easy the item is to list. The easiest card to list is a graded card because um, if it's graded by BGS, BVG, PSA, SGC, or GAI, it's reputable to the point where people almost depend on the grade. Um, we've talked a lot about buying the card, not the grade, but if you have a grade from one of those reputable companies, it makes listing the card a lot easier and it makes it a lot harder for somebody to come back and say, this card had a crease in it if it was a PSA 9, right? So they charge, they charge 50, we'll just look at, I don't wanna, I don't wanna bore you with all the numbers, but they charge more for individual cards that aren't graded, more for, for large group lots and, and those types of things. Um, whereas P, whereas Probstein really straight lines the whole the whole thing and says, you know what, we're gonna charge you X percent based on how much your card sells for. And that's it. That's the only component. There's a number. Um, you, if you go to Facebook, you can see they have under their pictures on Facebook, they have a, a, a nice little chart there. And it ranges basically for below ten below ten dollars. They charge a dollar per auction plus eight percent of the final sales fee. And if it goes for over twenty five hundred dollars, regardless of what it goes for, they take they take ten percent. And that's it. That's all you need to know about Probstein. So when you compare the two, if you look at it for graded cards, then the rate is actually really similar. It's still slightly better for Probstein for the most part. Um, I think up until three thousand dollars, it's better for Probstein by about a per. It, it, or sorry, Probstein charges you about one to two percent less than PWCC does from from zero to three thousand dollars for whatever it sells for. Um, but when you get into the um, ungraded cards, then you're talking about a higher percentage. For example, if you're to send to, to PWCC and a card is 200, well, let's make it easy, $150, you're going to pay a $30 fee if you send them an ungraded card, card and it sells for $150. That's not the sort of thing they're into. That's not what they want you to send to them. So they charge you quite a bit. So again, $30 on a $150 card. Whereas with Probstein, if a card sells for $150, they're going to charge you 12% or 18 bucks. It's a very large difference. You're talking about almost twice the fee between 18 and 30 um, from between Probstein and PWCC. So depending on what kind of item you send, you may end up getting charged a pretty significant amount more to Probstein or sorry, to PWCC. I mean, let me let me clarify. It's more expensive to send your non-graded stuff to PWCC than it is to Probstein. Um, I think that's uh, that's important to look at. So when I sent my cards, I, I, I saw this beforehand and I thought, okay, my high-end graded stuff is basically the same. I'm going to send most of that to PWCC. And my stuff that was ungraded, I sent mostly to Probstein. Take that for what it's worth. Okay, so 
reviewing the fees is important. The other thing to note there is that PWCC allows you to send large lots. And when you send, I actually sold a couple of sets, um, a couple of 1970s basketball sets, and they were, um, they were classified as large group lots. So I paid 20% in fees on those. Again, that's kind of steep, but I, I understand it too because, because at PWCC they took the time to look the cards over to describe them, to describe sort of the faults, and, and that protects them. It also ensures that the person who's buying is getting what they want. And so I, I'm not saying that paying more in fees is bad there. Um, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that the, they do more work on those large lots, on those sets. Also, I asked Brent, I said, hey, or I asked um, Rick at Probstein, I said, what if I wanted to send you a 10-card lot, you know, with 15 or $20 cards each, and, you know, we'd maybe get 150 to $200 for the lot. Would you be interested in doing that? And his response was, was, was uh, no, I, that's not what we do. We don't, se we don't sell lots. And, and when you think of it from their um, production their process um, I can see if they had a lot of single or a lot of lots it would be easy for them to sort of get get things mixed up um, if they were to ever separate a lot it would be really hard to combine it back keeping things sorted when you're selling the hundreds of thousands of items annually like they are I think must be a real process and so selling lots if you want to, it kind of seems like PWCC would be the only way to go here. And although they're charging you 20%, at least you're able to do it through them. Um, so that's something else to consider. Okay. So the next thing that I want to talk about is actually sending the items to them. I was pretty surprised that I didn't actually find a packing slip for Probstein. I, I didn't find it. I looked for it. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, and then I found some people online who said, you know, you can just send stuff to Probstein without even saying what's in the box. I didn't feel super comfortable with that. So what I did is I typed up a list of how I would, how I would ship, sell the cards if it was me listing it on eBay. And I, I sent all of that to him and he responded back within like about 15 minutes. He said, Hey, nice lot. Thanks. I'll let you know when they get here. I did the same thing for Brent and PWCC. And his response was, thanks for sending that over. No need to write it out on the packing list. This will suffice. And so I took, so I took the list and I just included it with the packing list or packing slip. And, and that was the, that. I did think it was interesting that one required it and one didn't. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I did. So a few days, within about three days, each of them responded and said, hey, you know, we've received your lot and everything looks like it's in order. And um, that was, you know, that was that was perfect. They were very similar when it came to just notifying me and letting letting me know that they got them. So, um, Probstein then. Uh, now this is where another huge difference comes in. Within two days, Probstein had all of my cards listed, and I thought that was awesome. Seven day listings, he had them listed. I shouldn't say he, because I know it's more than him. I know it's him and his team of like 10 people. They had it listed immediately. It was awesome. 
I didn't know how long it would be because I, I because there was there was really no information on that. I knew, on the other hand, that PWCC wouldn't be listing them for over a month um, because of the way that the auction format works for PWCC. And again, this is just something that's very different. There's lots of pros and cons within this. If you're somebody who's looking to sell something and to sell it quick, Probstein does that a lot, a lot more effectively. I don't think PWCC's goal is to list things super quickly. Having said this, I didn't try to press PWCC to list to list it quickly. I never asked them to do that. I never requested them to list it to list it quickly. They just, you know, I knew that they had this auction coming up, and I knew if I submitted the cards that they would sell them as part of that. But there may be some sort of alternative service that they provide where they can list items more quickly. I don't know. But with Probstein, it's not really a question. They don't really care when they get it. They just seem to list it as fast as they possibly can. Um, I don't know if it was because I was sending them more sort of high-end stuff. I think everything that I sold sold, sold in the high double digits to... Um, I might have even had a four-digit card. At least most of them were well under the hundreds of dollars, though. And so I, th I think that would make sense why they would want to list my stuff pretty quick. Maybe they don't do that for everybody, but um, but they... but. But Probstein listed them super quick, and then, like I said, PWCC waited until their auction date, which I knew they were going to do, but the time frame was really different. PWCC did a 10-day, Probstein did a 7-day. Take that for what it's worth. Now, the next big difference. Probstein did something interesting where they, um, I remember how I said I sent them that list, the electronic list of cards that I had sent them, and I said, you know, here, here are the cards. Well, I listed the cards in my spreadsheet that I sent over to them exactly how I would have listed, if, listed them if I put them on eBay. And I pointed that out to them. They took that list and they, they took, they, I'm sure they just copied, copied the cells from, from Excel and threw them, into, threw them into eBay. And I actually thought that was really cool. Um, and so my tip for you is if you are sending to Probstein and you want it to be listed a certain way, Send them that. Send them a list of what you're, of what you're selling, and encourage them to use that format in in the listing. Obviously, you need to make sure that you don't use too many characters or whatever, and that's how they can list them. But I mean, from a perspective of like how what words they included in the title, they were perfect because that's how I that's how I did it. Um, and what's funny is I, I, sh I, I shouldn't say they're exactly perfect. One word, I, I needed to include the word Spectra, and instead I inc included Select. Um, those two brands, as you know, are fairly similar. And so I put the wrong name in, and, and they also put the wrong name in because I had given it to them. So, But again, I, I asked them to do that, and they did it, and I thought that was really good. PWCC, uh, and, but, and, and, and immediately the cards were up, right? There was... They were just, they were on eBay. PWCC does something else, though, where they have sort of this interface that you can go to and you can see what the cards are going to look like when they're actually on eBay. And this, uh, this is one of the really awesome things about PWCC is you can review the auction before it actually goes up. You can review the pictures. You can review the, the words and the and the the description and, and all and you know they they go through and they make sure that they check the population report on all of the graded stuff they do a lot of extra little things like that that i think are really really cool and so 
Um, that's, you know, definitely a huge win for PWCC is the quality of the listing. Not saying anything about about Probstein. I thought the pictures were fine. I thought that the listing, I thought that the, um, the, the title was great because, again, I created it. Um, but as far as, like, the little details and taking time to, to really describe the cards and stuff, there's not a lot of that. I don't think there's very there's basically any of that that happens, whereas Probstein does a really, or sorry, whereas PWCC does a really wonderful job of that. I wish they both didn't start with P. It would make it a lot easier. <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get that right. I hope I hope I've gotten it all right thus far. And if I haven't, please somebody make it, make comments in there. Um, I think I think you guys are getting the gist though. So anyway, the interface is awesome, and I was really blown away by the quality of the scans and the pictures and the description for for PWCC. Whereas with Probstein, the cards just went straight up on eBay. Very big difference. Um, I, again, I mentioned seven days for Probstein, ten days for PWCC. Um, so uh, on the timeline, I sent them. So so here's here's the timeline. I sent them both their packages on February second. They each received them within the, within the the coming three days. Um, Probstein had them listed on February 8th. Um, PWCC didn't list them until March 10th. PWCC's March or ended March 16th. Probstein's ended February 15th. Okay? Does that, does that keep everybody kind of straight there of where, where we're at? Um, within two days of ending from Probstein, I got a spreadsheet with the calculation of how much money I was to be paid. And I was paid that money within a week. I believe the day was February 16th. No, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. I'm sorry. Sorry, I had this all in front of me. Now I've, now I've kind of lost it. So they ended February 15th. And I was paid about a week after that. I think it was February 22nd. And so from the time that I shipped at the beginning, February 2nd to the time that I was paid was less than three weeks. And when you consider that there's a week in there for listing and the, the, the time for people to pay and then all the way back to the beginning, the time that it took from the cards to get from my post office to them, three weeks is a, a pretty unbelievable turnaround. And this is... This for me is really the the big win for Probstein and something that I'm sure I know PWCC is aware of this, but if you want your money quickly, Probstein is just is such a good option because three weeks after sending it to them, I had I had money in my PayPal account, whereas I sent those cards on February second and it's March 28th today. And I still haven't been paid by PWCC. They sent it. They, they've done a good job of all along the way, letting us know where we, are, letting me know where I am, and they've assured me that that I will be paid in the first week of April, which is great. And I trust that I will. And um, if if anything doesn't happen with that, then I'll keep you guys updated on a later podcast. But but the difference between you know shipping on February second and getting paid on February twenty second, and then getting paid on April like second or third or fourth or whatever that's just a really huge difference and i understand why it happens that way um i think the other thing 
uh, uh, to consider here, though, is in PWCC's defense, they do these auctions where I just ship them basketball cards, right? It's just a whole bunch of basketball cards. They had those items ending at other time at the same time as other as other basketball items, and so a lot of people are seeing all of these PWCC basketball items, and they're bidding on things because they know they can save on shipping and handling, and and it attracts it attracts people to bid on a lot of different items at the same time, and so there's a case that can be made that you might actually make more money because you're listing the cards with other similar cards at the same time. I think that can be both good and bad, though. You could argue that it's better to have them ending at different times than similar cards so that, uh, you know, you, you could make the argument that you don't want similar cards ending at the same time because then people won't bid as much on one because they could just have the other. Or maybe they only have a certain budget that they can that they can spend on, on um, one type of card. And so I kind of like it where they're all ending together, but I could see the argument for, for the other way, too. Um, both of them are willing to pay via check or PayPal gift, which is super helpful. Um, uh, one big knock on Probstein, though, is they don't ship internationally. And so if you've got two great big bidders that, that want to win an item, and they're easily the two, two biggest, and one of them's international, Probstein, it doesn't work out for Probstein. Or, or if if you sent your cards to Probstein, they're not going to sell for as much if you send them to Probstein, because the international buyer is not going to be able to bid. Whereas PWCC does allow does allow for international buyers, and so, you know, depending on the card, in some cases it's not going to matter because you're just going to have U.S. Maybe if the two if the two highest at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is the two highest bidders, right? Because the card is only going to sell for just a little bit more than the second highest bidder. We're not talking about buy announce here. We're just talking about auctions. So if one person bids A and one person bids X and one person bids X plus 500, it just sells for X plus a little bit, right? Not plus the 500, but just plus a little bit, just a little bit more than the second highest bidder. Well, if both of your buyers are, are um, domestic or American, then you're fine. But if the two people in this world that would be willing to spend more, if either one of them is international, then you're losing if you send a probe steam. And so that's you know that's something to consider. If you're selling a Zach Levine, where all of his, where most of his big collectors are in Asia, that's probably not the best thing to send a probe steam, right? And conversely, if Probstein has a high-end Zach Levine listed. You may actually be able to flip that pretty easily. Anyway, something to think about. Um, and so, yeah, something worth considering. Um, I think, I mean, I think that's it as far as, like, the direct comparisons. You know, we talked about a lot. We talked about, but just to review, you know, we talked about the benefit of consignment. We talked about the, the experience talking to Rick and Brent. I had just a, such a good experience talking to Brent. Nothing against Rick. Uh, it's just that Brent was really willing to give me a lot of time and, and energy um, and made me feel good about sending him stuff. The fees um, are, are really comparable when you take graded cards um, with PWCC versus everything at, at Probstein. But when you get into the non-graded cards, PWCC ends up being a lot more expensive. Um, you need to send a, a packing packing slip to PWCC. You don't need to for Probstein. You um, 
in both cases, they received the cards perfectly. They both sent confirmation. You can preview them with PWCC. You can't with Probstein. There's an awesome interface. I don't know if I really talked about this a lot. There's an amazing interface. I didn't. There's an amazing interface when you uh, when you list your cards with PWCC. That as the the auction's ongoing, you can see how much your cards are adding up to in bids, and that's really a cool thing that they have there. Whereas with Probstein, you just have to get on eBay and see what they're bid up to. I really liked that interface. I thought it was really cool. Um, the um, length of time you're paid is one of the real significant differences, and Probstein definitely wins on this. The turnaround from Probstein's amazingly fast, like I said, about three weeks, whereas with PWCC, it's a lot longer. They both pay via check or PayPal gift. It's up to you. PWCC ships internationally, and Probstein does not. Um, the um, Lots of things here to consider. Lots of... Uh, Lots of variables. And so, again, I don't think it's a super easy decision. I think it's safe to say that if you have a graded card and it's semi-high-end, there's some value in just sending it to PWCC because Probstein doesn't always have... Um, you know, you see some things on the board written about Probstein, and I think some of them are probably fair and some of them probably aren't. Um, I think in terms of the, the shilling uh, conversation, I actually watched the bid bidding history on all of my cards, both for Probstein and with PWCC, and obviously I know whether I was shilling them or not, and I wasn't, um, but I was able to watch and, and see if anything funny happened, and the only thing funny that I noticed was on my Kevin Durant, Durant chronology uh, autograph that I had up. I noticed and that was listed from P through PWCC. I noticed that a very low, it might have been a zero feedback um, user kept bidding small bids and early, semi early on in the auction, and it really irritated me because it made it look like something that it wasn't right. I wasn't manipulating it. I think I I don't know how either one of those these groups could could do a can do a good job of of checking to make sure that no manipulation is happening. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they have a way, um, but um, it seems like it would be a lot of work, and it seems like it would be hard to do. Um, I think each one of them needs to take a, a, a greater stance on it. Um, maybe they and that maybe maybe that's not fair. Maybe they've taken a great enough stance. Um, but there's the the reputation thing really matters. Um, I have received a card from Probstein in the past that I purchased that was shipped in a basic card saver and is a really thick card in it, and that was not the appropriate way to send it. Um, I've received some things from PWCC in the past, and they've all been good, but that's a very small sample size. Um, it does happen to be in line with some of the reputation things that we've heard um, on, on the boards, though. And so um, I, I'd like to see PWC or Probstein to address that by, um, you know, implementing something that says, look, this is how we're going to ship your cards. But at the same time, I think their margins are pretty small. They, they're, especially when you compare them to PWCC, their margins are really small. And so it's easy to, under, it's easy to understand why they, I don't want to say cut corners, but why they um, don't incur some of the costs that that they could, um, you know, they they could pay for a lot more shipping sort of supplies and 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 the 
pe- people that they pay to do that. Um, and they could pay more for enforcement on shilling and stuff like that. It's just, it's really hard, you know. At, at the end of the day, I think they're both doing a really good job. Again, if I had a high-end graded card, I would send it to PWCC. And I will continue to send high-graded stuff to PWCC if I feel like it's stuff I'd like to go up at open auction. If I have something that's lower end, that's under $100, whether it's graded or not, I think I'm going to send it to Probstein. But I'm not just going to send them super high or, you know, super low end. I shouldn't say it's super low end, but stuff that's under $100. I think there's other cases where you'd want to do that. I'm going to send lots to PWCC. I'm going to send, send vintage ungraded to PWCC. Um, those are, those are some of the things that I'm going to do, but there's some stuff in the middle that's really hard. What if you have an ungraded Anthony Davis rookie card? Well, in this case, I sent it to Probstein. I think you could make a case for either one. Um, but it depends again on how much time you have. Um, if you're willing to wait or not, when you want the items to actually go up, and it depends on the fees, and it depends on, you know, it depends on a lot of things. So we've kind of covered the variables tonight. Um, I feel, I seriously feel like I could probably talk for another hour about why each one is good or is not good. But I feel like, I, I, hope, I hope you feel like I've done a pretty good job of putting all of the variables in one place. I really appreciate both of the groups. I think they're doing a good job. I hope they're, I hope they're, I hope they're killing it. I hope they're making some good money doing it because I think they're providing a valuable service. I'm glad that eBay cuts them the deal and that allows us to, to use them and save, save time and save energy and not have to answer eBay questions and not have to deal with returns and stuff like that. Um, again, I'm grateful for both. I think they're both pre- pretty awesome. If there's any other updates, <coughs> excuse me, if there's any other updates to give you, on uh, how the PWCC thing finishes up for me since I haven't been paid by them. I will do that for you next week. I know this has been super long. I apologize. There's just so much stuff to talk about here. If you have any questions, again, hit me up at at the27guy on Twitter. Um, Hit me up on Blowout. PM me. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm going through my audit right now. Things are really busy at work, so don't have a ton of time, but as always, happy collecting. Thank you.